Thanks for tuning in. I'm Zach, and this is Podcast Junkie, a weekly bite-sized show that gives you a look into a new podcast each week. If you're looking to help further Podcast Junkie and support any podcasts, don't forget to check out our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash podcast junkie, or check out our Discord community. The link to that is available at castjunkie.com, where we have a full line of support indie podcast merch. Profits from Patreon and merch sold all go back to support other people's indie podcasts. Don't forget to subscribe to Podcast Junkie so you can get the next episode as soon as it drops. And rate and review us over on Podchaser or wherever you're listening to help us get our name out there. With that, let's get into this week's review. They always say investigators start with those closest to the victim. But what if the victim is missing and the person that last saw them claims they were in a forested spot to go on a mushroom-fueled trip, but the next thing that she remembers is the sounds of her own screams before waking up to dusk setting in and her friend missing. This is the start of Husk, Season 1. Husk is an audio fiction written directed by Sean and Emma, two Portland-based artists with a passion for storytelling. Before I go any further on Season 1 of Husk, let's take a quick listen. Pine trees and loamy earth flood my lungs as I pull deep, big breaths. I look right, sit up straight. Electric. Any sense of warm is gone and replaced with confused and foggy terror. I'm sitting in a bowl of wet dirt like it was scooped out by a backhoe. A divot in the ground the size of a kiddie pool. I touched the ground where the pine needles and decay of the forest floor had been sliced away. The trees groan. I crawl over to where he should be, where he was moments ago. Shivers run down my back, but I keep moving. I have to find Dimitri. Dimitri! Where are you? My voice echoes off the lake, but there's nobody there to answer my calls. I collapse to the ground. In the corner of my vision, there's a black scrap of fabric. I move towards it. Dimitri's hoodie. Worn in black. The same one that he's worn ever since he purchased it at Seaside on one blustery Oregon Coast day. Hey! Hey, how are you? I'm good, how are you? Good! Ah, oh, come on in! Thank you. Ah. Oh. Always so polite. Always. That's me, polite Rebecca, doing <laughs> her thing. <laughs> we hadn't caught up in a couple of weeks. We were the types of friends who were always in each other's business, even when we were far away at school. We were just going to take a few peanut butter and mushroom sandwiches to this place out past Estacada, catch up on the latest developments in each other's lives before relaxing into a nice trip. We packed up and left from my house early in the morning. Yo, Rebecca, you got everything? Water, sunscreen, uh, sandos? Don't call them sandos, and <laughs> yeah, they're in my bag. How long's the drive again? Just an hour or so, but it'll be worth it. He gave me this big grin. He always had the easiest smile. Even when we were really young and we would spend the days being watched by my mother, he always had this big, infectious smile on his face. Getting home from college and figuring out what to do with his life had been hard on him. We'd both been struggling with adulthood, trying to figure out what our next steps were. 
He was a philosophy major trying to make his mark on the world. I was struggling to get a job at St. Helens Monitoring Station. Meanwhile, I was giving tours of the area to people visiting the region. Not exactly what I'd planned to be doing at 23. But now, we were finally back together in one place. We quickly reinstated our annual joint birthday parties. We'd had these parties together more times than we'd had them apart. My parents, his mom, Olga, my Aunt Debbie, everyone from the neighborhood. Still, it was only one day of the year, but it was a great day. Dimitri and I piled into the white Russian. He rolled down the window and stuck his hand out in the warm October air. When are you getting a new car? I mean, or at least patch this hole, it's getting milled Come on, you're always complaining about the car. I have an air freshener. Is that not good enough for you? I think we can survive for a little bit longer. It's true. Pine fresh. (laughs) So much sass. We got to Faraday Lake and parked in the visitor's parking lot. Portlanders in hiking boots and yoga pants walked around in the trails. Their rescue mutts tugging on their leashes expectantly hoping to push their owners to move a little faster. Every few paces, the dogs would turn their heads to the one side to look at their owners and make sure they were still there. Wow. You were right. This place is good. Where do you want to settle in? What about that small clearing over there? We can watch all the joggers sweat out all their toxins while we chow down. The story of Husk revolves around Rebecca and her friend Dimitri. As her friends and family deal with the loss of Dimitri, Rebecca can't just help but know that Dimitri isn't just missing, he's been abducted. But by who? And where is he? How come Rebecca made it back? These are all the questions Rebecca has to wrestle with while she tries to fight to find the truth behind where her best friend has gone or been taken to. Go listen to the entire first season of Husk right now, and then jump on the Husk train as season two is just coming out as I record this. We'll be back to talk more Husk once season two concludes. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoy listening to Husk season one, or any other podcast we've previously covered, which can all be found wherever you're listening to Podcast Junkie. You can find us at Cast Junkie on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, so follow us, won't you? We'll be posting links to this show and all others we cover on them. Have a podcast suggestion? Send them to us at castjunkie.com, and we'll add it to our list. Until next week, don't forget to binge all the podcasts we've been highlighting.